0: Welcome to Grab Life Big. Red Life Big, the exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life, or as a few of us say, bad as rich guys would do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. I'm glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm uncool. Me too. You're doing great. Yeah. The only true currency in this
1: bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. That's my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends.
0: If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. All right, brothers. Listen, a couple of changes on the 2017 event schedule. Had a couple of people bail for various reasons on a couple of these trips. So now where we didn't have some openings, we have a few openings if you are interested. All right, so first of all, May 31st, FanBundance Philly. Several spots left there. May 31st to June 2nd. Right before the One Life Fully Live conference. See uh, Tim Road or Mike McCarthy about that. One Life Fully Lived is June 3rd and 4th in Philly. And then on June 7th, a couple of the players are going to go straight from there up to Maine. But we have a group of eight Hard Chargers, uh, Go Abundance Brothers, going. We have two Go Crew. Going a day ahead of time to Mount Katahdin in Maine. We're going to hike from June 7th to June 11th. And then we're going to party at the Hollywood Casino on Summit Day. Then you'll leave on the 11th. We had uh, someone had to bail on that one as well. So we have two spots. If you are interested, that's going to be an incredibly... Gratifying, self reliant trip, and uh, we're gonna go a deep. Sometimes the best time is had, you know, when you're just kind of walking in nature and going deep with your brothers. We're gonna be digging deep on one sheets, etc., etc., on the climb. So that's great. Mount Katahdin, that is the final. Summit spot of the Appalachian Trail. So when people go from Georgia to Maine, we're just going straight to Maine. We're flying into Bangor, Maine. June 7th to June 11th. See Melanie about that. Melanie at And then the FamBundance was sold out, but now there is two extra spots. Two families have bailed, and there are two extra spots on FamBundance. Solar Eclipse in Jackson Home, Wyoming. Only several places in the United States you can see this solar eclipse. Bunch of people are driving Winnebago's to there, or you could just fly direct there and get there that way. There is the Summer Tribal Gathering, which is happening in Austin, Texas, September 9th to September 11th. You can see Melanie about that. And then you got One Life West Coast. Mark your calendars, October 21st and 22nd. And then the Belize trip for couples. There's a Belize trip couples mastermind. Don't forget that is an incredible event. Uh, got five-star reviews. Pat Cullinane just absolutely manages this with his wife, Sam. And they do a great couples adventure. And then we have the international trip to South Africa, uh, still some spots there if you want to go, I have 15 people signed up and plus one Go Crew that is going to videotape and photography the whole thing and help us with our one-sheet presentations while there, so that's a September 24th to October 4th, incredible. Hey, by the way, I just, you know, one of the things we're going to do in South Africa is hit the legends which is a premier golf course like the best one there and they have this thing this 19th hole the only way to get there is a helicopter and you shoot your ball off the cliff and if you get a hole in one you get a million dollars I just read that Morgan Freeman yes the Morgan Freeman just shot a hole in two and he got boofed so if you want to do better than Morgan come on down September 24th to October 4th, South Africa. And if you are a champion member with a net worth of $5 million or more or an a adjusted gross income of $1 million or more a year, you can go to David Osborne's house for a special champions event in Steamboat Springs, Colorado on July 9th through the 12th. For details, see Melanie. So, there's some great events, guys. Take advantage of these opportunities because they're all lifetime bucket list adventures. On with the show! Grab grab life big. All right, all right, all right, all right, Go Bros. I got uh, Go Bro on the line here coming from hot ass Arizona. I got Mr. Scotty Crouch. I met Scotty Crouch through David over a decade ago. Me and David were chilling at the Venetian or Phoenician, in, in Scottsdale, Arizona at a Dr. Fred event. And this knucklehead comes in after we've been drinking all night. Wants to go hiking up Camelback at like 6 in the morning. And I rolled over and I said, have fun, fellas. And David, God bless him, got up and hiked Camelback. I think he puked four times on his way up came back i was still asleep and i was like you boys ready for breakfast and got some coffee and i was good to go but he he was well i don't even think he made it through class that day i think he had to leave early to go take a nap so that was my first introduction to mr scotty kraut so now he's a go abundance brother and we're glad to have him and can't wait to dig into some deep shit with him so uh welcome to the go bro room my friend and let's grab some life big
1: I love it. Well, thank you, Pat. Excited to be here and uh, excited to share with you.
0: So, Scotty, give us a rundown on your life from the day you were born to today, but do me a solid and keep it five minutes.
1: You got it. You got it. You know, Pat, um, uh, I was born back in uh, Newcastle, Pennsylvania, uh, so East Coaster, but moved out to Arizona, though, when, when uh, I was about five. And uh, the unique thing that I'd like to share is that I was adopted, and I was adopted in uh, in this small town uh, on the East Coast uh, back in 1966. So a lot of interesting things were going on back in that time. So it's safe to say that uh, uh, today I'm a, I definitely choose life over uh, over choice. But uh, I was adopted at four weeks old, uh, brought into a wonderful family, uh, moved out to Arizona, where where I began my schooling, I went through uh, public schooling, uh, high school, then attended, of course, uh, the Arizona State University. Yeah, goes Sun Devils, right? Exciting times there. Uh, but through that course, my father passed away on my eighth grade graduation. And uh, it, was a, it was a specific time for me because I gave a salutatorian speech, if you will. And that evening, he passed away. And so my mom really groomed me me and, and shepherd me through my high school and collegiate years. Uh, so my mom and I were, were very, very close. Uh, she passed away in 2008. Uh, you referenced uh, our go brother, uh, David. Uh, uh, David was with her as well on her on her Beth dead in uh, uh, 2008. So that was a tough loss for her in 2008. But uh, I, as I went through college, uh, I discovered uh, that I was not going to be in a cubicle Uh, Pat, I I discovered that me punching computer uh, keyboard screens, and I was a Fortran and Cobalt uh, computer programmer. Uh, So my major was in business and and, uh, uh, minored in in computer. And I realized I wasn't going to be doing that. And I was fortunate to realize that my mom instilled upon me some entrepreneurial spirit, and that was in the food industry. So... Uh, I I started a couple of franchises here in Arizona. They were called uh, Long Lungs. Uh, And my first job was at Jack in the Box. I was called at Foodmaker Inc. But I had three or four Jack in the Boxes as a corporate guy working for them.
0: Okay, so you owned four Jack in the Boxes, right? Or you were involved in them in in what way?
1: Well, I was the the youngest corporate uh, district sales manager for them. And so I understood at that point in time that making a little bit of of money or a little margin on high you made a whole lot of sense. And so, so I discovered that if I stayed in that position, I was just going to be a corporate guy. But if I owned something, that actual revenue. So I started a company uh, called Long Longlonks. And it was a franchise. A fellow just had one, one store. And uh, we discovered that we could actually expand that. And so I got into the food industry, enjoyed it tremendously. But I actually discovered I had to pee there to either cook the food, Or make sure the guy cooking the food was doing a great job. And so I realized that this trading time for dollars was a little bit stressful. And at that time, as we were looking for real estate restaurant spaces, I discovered real estate. And I decided to get into the real estate business. And I would say that that was one of those moves that really, really changed my life. Because it shared with me that the more I worked, the harder I pursued a goal, that there was really unlimited income potential. And through that process, I was fortunate to find my lovely wife, uh, Mrs. Lori Crouch, and so she stuck with me through the real estate. She was world working
0: at the at the counter, started. flipping burgers, or what? She was a Jack in a Box employee. <laughs> Dirty bastard! Yeah, you were, no, no, no. You're coming there as I a corporate it. guy, and there's a cute girl there. Can I take your <laughs> order, sir? And you threw your power oh. around.
1: Uh, well, we did share a supreme nacho together, and uh, so we, we do celebrate jack in a box in that way, <laughs> moving forward. But,
0: uh, and how so many anyway, how I many kids do you
1: estate. have? Really, we have four children today. have been married uh, over 30 years. Awesome. Uh, we were married in 1988, so uh, pretty excited about that. And uh, four children. Oldest is 16, 14, 10, and 11.
0: That's awesome, so, uh
1: But anyway... So through real estate, I discovered that that entrepreneurial spirit could really, really grow. And then in 1997, I discovered Keller Williams, and we took a took a leap of faith at KW, and uh, really hadn't looked back since. Real estate's been very good. It's taught both my family and myself a lot of good, good, uh, good yeah. insights. On so you were one of things. the
0: first. You were one of the first guys with Keller Williams in the state of Arizona, right?
1: Correct. Correct. And first then- team leader.
0: First team leader. Okay, and then you started buying offices?
1: Correct, correct. And how many what offices? I, what I discovered, Pat, so at the height of it, we had about 12. Mm-hmm. Today, down to five. But it's sort of like horse trading cards, right? So you're moving in a little percentage here, investor there, OP here, you know, shifting over there. So uh, today, five offices, a region uh, on the KW side. And, of course, I do a lot of speaking. I'm a Master Faculty Instructor for KWRI uh, as well.
0: So which region? You own a region with Mike Brody, right? California, one of the California ones?
1: Correct. Uh, Northern California. Basically, the Monterey Carmel uh, bordered there, dividing north and south there, then up to the Oregon border. And then uh, a few years back, we actually annexed Hawaiian islands. So we have Maui and Oahu, and of course, all oh. the islands there in Hawaii as well.
0: Okay. So what percentage of that region do you
1: uh twenty percent.
0: Okay, so and and it, it, this is a, is a very curious question here. It's it's going to be fascinating. So, what would you pay for your twenty percent originally?
1: <laughs> oh gosh, you got to love that one. I think all in at the time for that twenty percent was out uh, thirteen thousand bucks.
0: Okay, so you paid thirteen thousand dollars for twenty percent of this region with Mike Brody, and what do you think it's worth now? I mean, there's so, you know, it, it's well known that uh, corporate is buying the regions for six and a half, I think, right? So what's it worth now? Uh, close to 20, about 22 million. So it's worth 4.4. 4. So your $13,000 investment in 1997, 2007, 2017, so 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what the return is. Maybe we can figure that out. But thirteen thousand turned into four point four million. And what does that four point four million pay you horizontally?
1: Uh, horizontally, right? About you know, it fluctuates anywhere from three seventy five to you
0: know four or thirty four forty. Okay, so let's just say you make four hundred on
1: my budget. I look at four fifty.
0: Okay, okay. So let's say a thing pays you thirty five thousand a month. Correct. Do you make on the five offices? Do you own? Do you make thirty-five thousand a month, net? Uh, just under that. Just under. So it, it under pays that. more than I mean. the five office. Okay. Yeah. So what's your total? Correct. Correct. What's your total horizontal income now?
1: Last year was right at eight forty-seven.
0: That's awesome, dude. So eight forty-seven horizontal, right and growing. And uh, what's your net worth?
1: Uh, right at four point eight.
0: So, well, well, if the region's worth 4 4 your offices are only worth uh, seventy five grand each to you?
1: Well, no, they're really more than that. But I mean, I'm kind of the unique guy, right? So I have a, I have carry a heavy debt load, right? So I do have multiple properties. Oh, I see. That, so then uh, you got some I held on to.
0: I see. That would be, oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. And so you got some real estate, and I got you. So it, it kind of makes, I got you. All right, cool. So what's your giving ratio, buddy?
1: You know my giving ratio. I, you know I wish it was more, but I'm right at 12 percent. Uh, I wanted to beat the 10 percent, but you know it's it's right about. I mean, last year we gave right about 95,000. So it's a, it's a little bit over. Oh, over 10 percent. 10 percent is the baseline. Yeah. Uh, that we do want to continue to give, but I do want to get it higher. But you know, recently the more I've been reading and uh, and some wisdom too, I'm I'm really stockpiling up some reserves in these in these businesses. Just in case winter uh, is right around the corner.
0: So okay, so you' wh- who do you give who'd you give ninety five grand to? What charity?
1: So uh, our children go to a private school uh, garden, University, and so uh, they've been probably they started there about ten, twelve years ago. And so uh, we give heavily to the Monastery School, and then we also uh, give to Valley Christian High School um, here in the valley as well. and then, of course, uh, the Make a Wish Foundation. Those are the three big ones.
0: Those are the three big ones. More
1: hyper-local. Yeah, more Uh, hyper-local. Then it spreads out here and there. But those are the really three big ones. Desert Garden, Montessori, uh, Valley Christian High School, and then the Make-A-Wish Foundation.
0: That's awesome. Okay, so I want to talk to you a little bit about your adoption, if that's okay. I, I have a sister that's adopted. I have a brother that's adopted. My sister wanted to find her parents, and we actually did about... Two or three years ago, we found, well, her mom was dead, and, and she didn't know. her. We couldn't figure out her dad, but we found her mom. She was dead, but we found four brothers and sisters, and, and I helped her do all that because she didn't have the money to do all that. So and my brother, Timmy, he has no interest in it. He doesn't want to, he doesn't care. Uh, he's indifferent. He has one mom, and, that, and, and that's cool. So I'm just curious. Did you ever find out? Do you want to find out? Uh, wh- what do you got going there?
1: You know that's interesting because I had the opportunity. Uh, you know, my mother, as I mentioned in two thousand eight, uh, passed away, and, and she was able to pass away in my arms, and so we had we had time to really have, have that dialogue. It, to this day, I never ask her uh, who my my biological parents were. For me, it was always her uh, and my father, and I, I honored that in the sense that you know they picked me, and. Uh, now it's my job to honor them. And so instead of thinking that there's somebody else out, out there that, that gave me away, that didn't want me, I look up and I say, I'm so blessed that whatever my natural mother went through, now there's no disdain towards her, right? Meaning that whether or not she was, uh, and I'll get graphic for a moment, maybe she was raped. Uh, and a hor- horrific rape occurred. But she had the intestinal fortitude. Ah, uh, the wisdom and the guidance from uh, above to still deliver me. Maybe she was on the deathbed or or on on the hospital table giving birth, and they said, "If you give birth to this little guy, you're gonna die. Uh, I'm glad she gave her life for me uh, to let me, you know, be here. Maybe she was ostracized. Maybe a million things could have occurred to her, right? Maybe she had me threw me in a garbage can. I'm happy that she threw me in a garbage can because, uh, I spoke loud enough or somebody saw and heard me. And so I, I choose to take that position that whatever happened, I'm grateful that she did it because I am here. And one of the things that that excites me the most is being able to give joy and, and help others, right? And so by that one single de- that one decision enabled me uh, to help or her decision uh, it ramif- it's, it's reverberated around the world thousands and thousands and thousands of times so i don't have any interest though uh i coach my my children's uh, sports right baseball in particular a parent came up to me pat and uh, asked me this question and and i gave my response right i don't mm. i don't care i don't think about it i'm grateful she said that's very selfish of you whoa and i said whoa what <laughs> what do you what do you mean selfish of me and uh she said, well, Maybe they're out there looking for you, maybe you were stolen and they're crushed, uh, and maybe this and maybe that. and I had never thought in that perspective and that one moment and that was a couple years ago and I yeah went, ah,
0: I didn't maybe fucking know if maybe. you were stolen unless but, you think your mom stole I mean, yeah. you know what I mean like what you know because they probably didn't pay money, you know. Yeah but, but I don't know. I mean, do you, have you ever looked at the adoption papers, birth certificate, you know, because like for my sister, Jennifer, she's, she's, uh, uh, Asian, right. She's, but she's, Mm -hmm. but she's light skinned Asian. So, and she has freckles. So it's my mom was always like, I think that your dad is white. And my mom's very open with it. She's still alive and she's very open with it. You know, she loves talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like this. And, um, and uh, I think he was Irish and you should have a DNA test and and talking to my sister about this, you know, to see what she actually is. Did did you, because I I know you're like, I mean, you could be, if I looked at a picture of you, you could be black, Puerto Rican, Samoan, Asian. You know what I mean? I mean, you're one of those skin colors. So have you ever, I mean, do you know what what your dad was, what your mom was, that sort of thing?
1: Uh, Other than Italian and Puerto Rican on, on the birth certificate, and, uh, you know, we always joke and I say there's got to be probably something else in there. Uh, I joke and I say they, they put me in a blender and, and hit blend in out Ford Crouch. <laughs> so uh, so no, uh, no specific, you know, you never did a DNA test trying to find
0: because it'd be funny if you no, did a DNA no, test and you came no. out like Samoan and black, you know, and it'd be like, what? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, like one of those exactly. commercials. <laughs> exactly. No, and, and I know another so guy, dad, actually, good. who grew up thinking he was Filipino. This is a true story. It's a guy that I know. Um, he grew up his whole life thinking he was Filipino. And on his deathbed, on his mother's deathbed, she said he was adopted. And he ended up being half Chinese, half Hawaiian. And he thought, and it, wow. this was like okay. he was 48 years old. He thought, up first 48 years, he thought he was Filipino. He looked Filipino. I mean, what's Filipino, right? he's Chinese and Hawaiian. <laughs> Anyways, wow. I, I'm digressing, wow. but, uh, so that's cool. Okay, cool. So which pillar does Scotty Kraut suck at?
1: You know, Pat, it's gotta be health. It's gotta be health. And, you know, I, it's not that my health is in any way bad per se, right? If I, if I just, you know, wake up, I mean, I can walk, I can run, I can hike, I can, I can do various things, but, you know, I'm just not very disciplined in it, and I'm—I've got to get that discipline down uh, because I know that that I'm fighting time, right? I'm fighting time, and so, you know, if I if I want to eat that bone-in ribeye steak, I'm going to eat it. If I want to, you know, smoke some ribs, uh, you know, I do it. You know, I don't eat per se, you know, real bad. You know, uh, my sugar intake is is fairly low, uh, but you know, my sugar intake is high when I have adult beverages, right? So. I would definitely drink. You know my share of, of beverages. Uh, we were on a go-bundance trip with, I think it was Aaron, and, and we talked about going to two two days a week on drinking, and I've really adopted that. I go to maybe three sometimes, but well, that's
0: that's but how two, McCarthy. Two um, but but, but McCarthy lost like thirty pounds. He looks like he looks like Moby now from the nineties. Um, what you call yeah. it? The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. techno guy anyways uh he lost like 30 pounds just dropping uh you know stop drinking ipas during the week
1: mm-hmm. yeah and that's what i get better at i mean so but, but if you say that the one thing that i suck at i mean that's because i'm not intentional about it right i i don't i don't have a routine you know i i have a gym membership but you know uh, you know this sounds like an excuse well, I guess it is an excuse, right? Because I can just get up earlier. I mean, I take the kids to school every day. I pick them up, and there's there's no reason why I can't get up earlier. I just have not adopted it into my routine, and that's what I suck at. Just being totally transparent.
0: Okay, which one are you the best at? No, I think
1: business startup. I th- I think you know on the business side, I, I think I've learned a lot from, from that side of things, bringing groups together with common goals, common visions, and, and really really helping helping them generate horizontal income uh, helping to go vertical and really instilling some passive income traits in them uh, you know I just I stay awake at night uh, sometimes thinking about those that I'm, I'm mentoring or helping and just praying that they understand the power of passive income and why it's needed in their world mm. so I would say that you know business acquisition and growth
0: Okay, awesome, awesome So let's talk about um, uh, some of your greatest hits here, Scotty So, you know, every country music star, rock and roll star, whatever, has a greatest hits album What is on Scotty Crouch's greatest hits album?
1: Well, you know, I think at age age 10, uh, 10 going on, 11, you know, finding uh, Jesus Christ, being born again I can't imagine uh, going through life today and not understanding that there's something else out there That it's not just you, that you're connected to somebody and something and being able to have that tied together. And so that's my number one greatest hit, right? Being able to discover that, enjoy that, and still have that relationship with him to this day uh, is is a big thing. And, of course, you know, finding the love of your life, right? My wife, uh, Lori, who, you know, stole my heart from day one and and the fact that, you know, we were married for 13 years before we had children. So we were able to travel. We're really able to grow up together as well and and really get to know each other Mm. and go through the bumps and go through the warts really i think helped and still helps our our marriage to this very day and then you know as you look at things through the business you know the business lens i think the other uh, another great hit would be my decision in getting a real estate license right because just that decision getting a real estate license opened up so many other doors It, it exposed me to Active real estate sales, from listings to sales. You know, I was the number one new home sales uh, sales agent here in Arizona, uh, MAME Award guy, forty under forty guy. I mean, I sold a lot of real, estate, but but that license enabled me to do that. And then through the schooling, understanding that turning that into a business really really mattered. And that other greatest hit then would be saying yes to Kelly Williams back there in 1997, when a lot of people said it would just never work. Right, that that it's a paint company. You guys are a multi-level marketing company, and so good luck. But it's going to fail, and so I think that greatest hit to uh, yes, the kid and, and getting to know great, great folks like yourself, uh, David. Right, uh, getting to spend time with Gary Keller and mentoring. So mm. uh, I would say those are some of the top ones, my good man.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Uh, what What do you got in the future? What are some bucket list items?
1: Well, you know, I, I take some things literally. So one of my bucket lists, is I want to go, you know, look at some historical sites out there and really walk where great battles occurred. Uh, definitely want to go to Machu Picchu. That's a big one on my bucket list. But I want to just, you know, really spend time and not, not go for a week or two, but but, but, but be able to really dig in. Uh, so studying historical artifact sites, for me, is a is a big thing, and that there's there's a wide range there. Right? Going to Easter Island, and, and you know, and seeing the mildness there, and really not just you know pop, say hey, those are pretty cool, and then leaving, but really able to just spend time and hang out and meditate and and think on really what was going on there, right? The Great Wall of China, and actually you know walk it, but spend time, not just do the tourist thing, but spend time in Shenzhen and, and, and basically get to know the climate. Uh, because I think, you know, in this day and age, there's a lot of, uh, well, we use that word fake news, but I like to see things, right? I like to know what's really you going like on. like to
0: touch them, right? And
1: I think when you touch the dirt, yeah, I want to touch that dirt and smell the air and, and get to meet the people. You know, uh, you we just had a big trip to Vietnam. I really wish I could have made that. My schedule, unfortunately, uh, didn't permit me to make it. But, you know, like doing Vietnam, I mean, that's, that's awesome because, you know, most U.S. folks still think that there's, you know, thatching going on over there and helicopters still flying around. Yeah, you know, it's a major bustling <laughs> right. city. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Awesome things going on. It's not Rambo, you know. Right. But anyway, so that's my that's my bucket list it's a, it's it's a broad list but it's but it's encompassing of that. It's yeah. spending time touching and feeling history.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, we still got, you know, South Africa this year and we're probably going to do Iceland next year. So uh you know, put those on the maybe list uh, for sure. So, all right, let's 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 jump into this plane question here, Scotty. Now, I want you to answer this in the first person, okay, bud? So, you know, you're not talking to me. I'm going to shut up after I ask this question, and that is you're flying, and, and you look out the window, and then all of a sudden there's a big boom, and smoke is coming out. The guy next to you faints. Uh, the, the pilot says, brace for impact. You immediately start going down fast towards the ground Uh, you have an opportunity to pick up the phone and make one call for 30 seconds go
1: hey honey uh, Nevaeh my daughter Uh, hey I want to let you know that I love you more than life itself and I want you to know that you can be anyone you choose to be have a vision be a strong woman don't take no for an answer Uh, life is yours to take Uh, I've taken it and I want you to take it. I hope I've been a great role model for you. I'm going to see our Lord and Savior, and I want to see you there soon. With much love, honey. I love you.
0: That's awesome, dude. And uh, is that your youngest daughter, your oldest daughter? Why'd you pick out of out of four and the whole family? What you what?
1: Um, Just random. She's our. She's the third. No, she's the third. And I think because she's the woman, right? And. Uh, Sometimes women get a bad rap, uh, they're manipulated, they're told they can and can't do certain things, they're objectified, and I want her to know that she can be who she really wants to be and, and be that role model, be that leader, That's awesome. uh, because she's going to continue the, the lifeline of, of the Crouch world. That's yeah.
0: beautiful. The lifeline of World, world Crouch. Okay, so let's, uh, let's spin the wheel here on the GoBundance app. Are you ready for that?
1: Oh, yeah, here we
0: go. (laughs) All right. Scotty Crouch, what investment (laughs) – it hurts already. (laughs) 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 Uh, What investment should you have done that you didn't?
1: I would say that uh, there was a medicinal uh, marijuana facility on a grow that I should have uh, jumped in on. Uh, But because I really didn't know that product at the time, I passed on it, and it it's proving today to be uh, extremely lucrative.
0: Where is it? Uh, it's in California, California. Northern
1: yeah. green uh, Greenville. yeah. yeah
0: uh, yeah, I, I've done a bunch of them, and they haven't proven themselves to me, but I, I think I'm you know, I, I, I don't know, it's 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 hit or miss with them, but um, I do think there's a lot of potentiality. There's a lot of potential there. Somebody's gonna hit it big. So I don't know what the play is there, but someone's going to hit it big. Well, cool. Well, Scott, this has been awesome, dude. I appreciate you taking time out of your busy day. I uh, look forward to breaking bread with you in the very near future and sharing some adult beverages. So um, keep grabbing life big, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Pat, it. thank you, and uh, grab life big. Go be.
0: Grab Life Big.